Welcome to the inaugural hybrid, uh, what's our podcast called? <laughs> what a terrible idea. What a terrible idea podcast. Uh, so the format of this podcast is essentially going to be us taking on common health and fitness misconceptions and tearing them apart in a humorous <laughs> and evidence-based manner. Um, so to kick off episode number one, Ali is going to go through a fact of the day. Fact of the day today, uh, Venus is well hot, that's not actually the fact, um, <laughs> <laughs> but a day on Venus is shorter, uh, longer than a year. Whoa, great fact. Mm. How long exactly? Um, Venus has, I've got it here, 243 Earth days to complete its uh, own day, and only 225 days to complete its orbit. That's less than a year. That's less huh? than a year. That's like two-thirds of a year. That's two-thirds of a year. No, it's year. You said a day. You said a day on Venus is less is longer yeah. than a year. Yeah, yeah. a day. Yeah. Sorry, a, a Venus day, a Venetian day, yeah. is longer than a Venetian year. Ah, I see. Not compared oh. to Earth's days. I thought you meant ah. Earth year. Gosh, no. this has got very convoluted. Very. Convoluted. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna repeat this. So, this fact. All clarity. Welcome to the podcast, <laughs> and Ali, your t- your fact of the day is a Venetian year is shorter than a Venetian day. Question: Is Venetian? <laughs> it is the correct. It is. I'm. I'm. Fairly sure it is. Because I think I'm you're gonna... talking about Venice. Yeah, it could well be Venice. Oh, that's right? true, actually. It could be Venice. <laughs> Are Venus people called Venetians? So, Ali, you research that while Tom tells us what the first um, what the topic of the first podcast is going to be. The topic of the first podcast is basically doing things that you don't enjoy because you really have to, because this is going to be kind of a running theme throughout the podcasts, um, because there's so much stuff that people generally do in nutrition, in training, that they feel like they have to do to get good results, when in actual fact, it's a tiny, tiny proportion of sort of the results they're getting, or not even worth, or negligible, so not even worth doing. Um so yeah, that's what we're going to be going into today. I'm just going to give you a few ideas of where people could basically have a bit more fun with their training and nutrition um, without any fuss. Just to circle back, um, <laughs> <laughs> you are right. <laughs> Venetian 100% re- relates to people in Venice. <laughs> There's no ass. Not things from Venus or Venus itself. <laughs> Maybe we should start all again. So, fact of the day, <laughs> I think, to surmise, a day on Venus is longer than a year on Venus. Correct. Excellent. Well summarised. And Venetian is longer than Venice. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically, they've got two facts. They have got two there. facts. And we also said that Venus is well hot as well. Yeah. That's two almost facts. three. Three facts for the first podcast, mm. so count yourself lucky. Yeah, yeah. You won't get that every time. <laughs> um, so when you were thinking of topics for the podcast then or we I wasn't here so it was you to be fair yeah um, what specifically were you thinking of in this case that people sort of worry about and do that they don't like because they think they have to 
in the realms of health and fitness? There's so many things. Many things. So many things. Should we just kick off with... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go just, with that one. Yeah. <laughs> kick off with that one. Fasted like. cardio. Gosh, that's important though, isn't it? Yeah, very important. For making sure you feel fat. Yeah. yeah. Basically a terrible idea. Well, it depends really, doesn't it? It does depend. If you want to do your cardio without eating, you can do it. If you don't, don't make a difference. In, in in reality, the difference in terms of fat loss is zero. So don't suffer, and you don't need to. Unless you're Tom Bellack and you enjoy spending an hour on a stepping machine on your own, then you don't need to. If you enjoy it, it's fine to do. Yeah, it. exactly. It's just about doing things that you like, isn't it? At the end of the day. People always think that they need to suffer, and it's like it's it's almost like a mentality from fighting. Like the more you suffer, the more the more hard hard work you've done. When in reality, like the more you suffer, just the more fucked off you get. <laughs> it hasn't made you any better. In prob- in actual fact, if you if you've suffered your whole way through something, it's probably made everything a little bit harder to do, and you probably performed a little bit worse. So, in the case of fasted cardio, if you're always doing your cardio fasted your performance is actually going to be uh, slightly affected in a negative manner. That's okay if, if you're only looking at, um, like, let's say you're doing 200 calories on a on a stepper, for example. Once you've achieved 200 calories, whether it took you, you you've, you've done essentially the same amount of work, so your performance isn't really relevant. But if your goal is to get better at whatever whatever you're doing, some of those sessions should be fed, and you'd actually get better performance outcomes. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of circling back to like, do you want to do fasted cardio or do some cardio on um, some kind of cardio kit in the gym? Or if it's a nice day, wouldn't you much rather go out for a walk or a run or something like that or do something outside that's going to have exactly the same impact? Like, yeah, it, yeah, it's maybe a little bit harder to actually quantify and track, possibly. But in reality, the outcome is exactly the same. So in terms of sort of like general movement, why not just do the things that you enjoy doing and activities that are fun rather than slaving away in the gym and do things things like cardio on a piece of cardio equipment if you don't actually like doing it? How much would you hate to do half an hour on a cross trainer? <laughs> I can't think of many things I want to do less than that. I think I'd be... I, I don't know if I had the, the mental capacity to do it. After three minutes, I think I'd stop. Yeah. What would you need to complete half an hour on a cross trainer? <laughs> I don't think I can say on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can. We can just put ex, um, <laughs> advice, what is it, parental advisory? Yeah. Like M&M's albums. Yeah, I get one of those things anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What would, you need to be, what would need to be taken away from you? <laughs> you would have to fight to get it back. Yeah. <laughs> this could be the start of another way of quantifying how much you don't want to do something. It could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are you do you know, you, you're, um, it's, act, it's actually uh, a better... Let me describe it. Right, so you are more likely to... Um, not do something for the fear of losing something than the than the thought of gaining something. Yeah. 
So like, if I said to you, I'll give you a grand to do this thing, or you got to pay 500 quid to do it, or you lose 500 quid if you don't do it, you probably would rather not lose 500 quid. Yeah, that's true. Than gain double the amount in actual money. That's very true. So because I'm really skinny. <laughs> <laughs> And then you actually value yeah, stuff yeah. that you already have more yeah. than stuff that you don't yet have. That is actually, there's a, there's a study that, that was um, done on. I want to find it. This was that leads into as well. If you really, really hate it, there is no actual reason that in terms of fat loss you would need to do cardio at all. No? Absolutely. It, it makes it easier to create a big deficit, so it gives you a little bit more room with your nutrition. But if you really do genuinely hate it, there's... there's no reason that you have to do it. We should probably say the reason fasted cardio has no other, like no extra impact on overall fat loss is because the amount of calories that you, um, your total net for the day, how, many, how much energy you expend versus how much energy you eat is still the same regardless of whether your cardio is fasted. Fasted cardio does mean that you actually oxidize more fat during that session but that doesn't actually yield more fat loss. It's like when you eat more fat, like dietary fat, it doesn't yield uh, more actual fat off your body to be um, used for energy, just more the, the, the fat that you've eaten is um, preferentially used for energy. So the difference in calorie balance is equal. That's why fasted cardio has no other extra impact on overall fat loss. I guess from there, like, we should probably say like, the things you probably do need to do to actually kind of make progress in the gym, build some muscle mass, potentially drop some fat mass, that sort of thing. Like the things that we actually need to be aware of in terms of nutrition, definitely um, energy balance. So like we were saying, calories in versus calories out. So obviously some kind of cardio is going to burn more calories, which means that you can create a bigger deficit if you're trying to lose fat. Um, but if you're like if, if you control the nutrition, you can do exactly the same thing through nutrition alone. It's just maybe a little bit harder because you have to eat a little bit less. You may be a little bit more hungry. But it's it's, it's very much kind of preference um, preference based. Um, does doing more activity always yield uh, more fat loss? I don't know. Does it? I'm going to stick my neck out and say that because you've asked it, it's a trick question, Andrew. Uh, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it, like in 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 a in a um, ad libitum environment, often um, if you give someone um, activity, they don't lose any body fat, and um, sometimes they actually gain weight because they overestimate the amount of calories that they use through their training session. And people are also, this is quite a recent study, more likely to eat higher calorie food after they've trained than any other time of day. So let's say you do a training session and you you use 300 calories, you're more likely to choose a 350 calorie brownie than a 60 calorie apple afterwards and negate the uh, calories that you've, you've used up during that session. So you just using activity as a means of increasing energy expenditure to try and lose body fat is actually generally for most people a really terrible way to do things. Quantifying total calories that you're eating is a much, much better way. Is that particular study in relation to a specific type of training like hip training or was that not uh, going up? Oh, I don't know actually. actually. I didn't look at the exercise regime. 
I can find it for you. Give me two minutes. Because I, I just would have purely guessed that that's going to be particularly the case with something like a hip class where people feel like they've done loads and loads of work. Yeah, there's actually yeah, that's true. Yeah, really nice. I think there's a study on that basically. Um, when people have done a really hard training session, they actually moved less for the rest of the day. Uh -huh. So their overall calories for the day was lower than if they'd done a moderate to hard-ish sort of session and then just moved as normal for the rest of the day, um, which is actually quite interesting. Yeah, that's actually a really big one. Um, neat non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It plays a massive role in uh, overall daily calorie expenditure. Um, and when you do do really, really hard training, your desire to move afterwards is really low. Um, and in a lot of people, it can even offset the amount of activity that they would otherwise have done that day, uh, more so than what they've actually done in their training bag. Uh, that's quite hard to explain. Did that make sense? Uh, I, I think the key thing is most people overestimate the amount of calories they use in a yeah. training session, which yeah. in reality for most people is probably around 300 calories, mm. maybe 400, it like, but mm. it's, it's not really much more than that. Um, which, if you're just moving on a, on a daily basis more often, you'll probably use those calories easier by just moving more than in your training session. Your training is bad for trying to lose fat generally, but excellent for helping to build strength, build muscle mass, build movement, um, sort of vocabulary, all of those sort of things that we want to be doing, but not great for fat loss, probably. Yeah, absolutely. You could just stand up instead of sit down, and you, if you did that all day, then you'd be that'd be more calorically expensive than a normal training bike. Didn't you work out uh, yeah. how many calories you burned from eating chewing gum? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how many was that? Uh, I believe it, it was enough that it was definitely worth doing. Uh, it is worth doing. It's between nine and eleven calories per hour to chew chewing gum. And also, what's it? Mastation? <laughs> Mastication? Mastication. <laughs> Sounds dirty, but it's not. Not, not raising masts. <laughs> that is the act of chewing. Mast Mastication. To, to masticate. <laughs> but yeah, over eight hours, that adds up to quite a lot, doesn't it? It does. What about the caloric expenditure of masturbation? Depends, I suppose, doesn't it? <laughs> How vigorously are we masturbating? How Pretty vigorously? How, uh, how... Two or three bouts a day? Uh, duration? <laughs> Ooh, a minute or two? A minute or two. I think that's going to be negligible. You're going to have to really, you're going to have to really uh, drag it out <laughs> for very noticeable changes. Um, but on that note, I think that rounds up the first podcast quite nice. Mastication worth doing more of. Fat loss, masturbation, not so much. Sex is a good one, though. Yeah, yeah. Do the things you enjoy. Do do. Yeah, that's true. If you um, if you really like sex, just do that instead of go for a fasted run. Do that fasted. Because yeah. <laughs> then you can have it before and after you have the breakfast. <laughs> If you just have breakfast first, then you've missed, a, then you've missed an opportunity. And you never want to miss an opportunity. <laughs> Sweet. So that rounds up episode one of um, 
What a terrible what idea. Terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> <laughs> really in the if I'm going to intro it. Um, please send us your questions and things you think may or may not be a terrible idea for us to tear apart in future episodes. Uh, like and do you like podcasts or do you yes, just subscribe yeah. to them? I think share them all over. Share them um, everywhere. Everyone always says how useful it would be on their podcasts if people gave them five star reviews. Which oh yeah, I've never done, but it would be really nice if those people yeah. could yeah. give me a five star. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a five star review. <laughs> Actually, I have. I give Doctor Mike a five star. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Mike. Yeah. That means everyone who is Mike's on that Dr. podcast. Mike. Should also give us a five star review, regardless of how terrible our podcast is. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Thank you very much. Catch you guys later. <laughs>